Hey everybody, welcome back. This is Dr. Heidi with Coaching with Dr. Heidi. And this is It's Not Normal, It's Toxic, Rid Your Life of Toxic People, the podcast that I really enjoy doing. Anyway, um, it is getting close to Easter, so I'm sure many of you have family coming in and a lot of plans besides that. The sun has been peeking out and the weather is getting warmer. We're able to not wear our wool sweaters and we get to wear open-toed shoes now. Um, and that's exciting to me because this time of year, I don't know what it does for me, but it really gets me motivated. And I don't know if it is the sunshine or if there's something in my past that made me really love spring. Um, who doesn't love spring though, really? Uh, thank you so much for sharing the podcast. I, um, say this every time, but I so appreciate you all sharing the podcast with people that you think it can benefit. Um, it has grown way bigger than I ever imagined it would. And again, when I started it, it was to get me kind of over the fear of speaking about this. And as you know, now I rattle on and continue to rattle on until Tuesday about um, subjects that you guys are searching for answers to and that I may have been through or some of my clients may have been through. And I really just appreciate the fact that you take the time to listen because it gives my past um, some purpose. I've talked about that before. I did post something today that it said, um, my, my yesterday is what makes my today. And that is 100% true. I would not be doing what I'm doing now if it wouldn't have been through what I had gone through. And, you know, I talked a little bit about it last week on Run Towards the Roar. But everything that we've gone through is exactly what we need and what we needed to prepare us to what we have to go through today and in our future. So I know it's difficult to look back and be thankful for the crappy things you've been through in your life and the valleys that pull you down. But honestly, when I look back, no, I don't want to do it again. But I am super thankful because the people I get to meet in the job that I do are such a blessing to me. It's what makes my life complete. So today I wanted to talk a little bit about... Um, what holds us back in certain things. And one of the things that I absolutely know has held me back in many, many areas of my life is what other people think. And I, I believe that there was a time in my life that what other people thought of me would have kept me paralyzed. Um, now you'll hear me say, what other people think of you is none of your business. And you've probably heard that saying many times before, but it is 100% the truth. What other people think of you is none of your business. And the reason I want to talk about this today is because since the conference, we have added 25 people roughly to the Strength Within online Facebook support group. I have done probably nine or ten consultations of people who have gone to the website and taken the toxicity profile analysis. And through the consultations, I have been getting a lot of feedback as to why 
not only why they feel they're in the situation that they're in, but why they are having such trouble stepping out of that situation. And a lot of times it comes with the phrase, what will people think if I? You know, what will people think if I leave? What will people think if I, you know, leave my marriage? What are people going to think if I have to cut myself off from my own mother? What are people going to think if I have to take a break from my daughter? Or if I have to take a break from my son-in-law? Or what, whatever it may be, if I have to um, remove myself from a friends group? What are people going to think? And I, I remember looking back. This this wasn't too long ago that I finally decided, you know, whatever people think is none of my business. And it took me a long time to get over it. But I also will tell you that the day you no longer care what other people think is the day that you are one step closer to an entirely different level of freedom. And the reason I say that is because it happened to me. It happened to me um, in a couple different places and in a couple different areas of my life. And it wasn't always my decision to change the dynamic. Sometimes it was forced. Once, you know, one time it was my decision. But all of that was weighted on what people were going to think of me if I decided to change the dynamic of that relationship. And, you know, what I'd like to leave on your mind today to think about through um, the next week is the people that you're worried about what they are thinking, what do they mean to you? What level in your life are they? Okay, you know, I get um, some people that say, well, I, you know, I know I'm struggling in my marriage, but my in-laws are great. I hate to exit my marriage because, you know, I've always got along with my in-laws and what are they gonna think of me? Um, I hear all the time, what will my kids think? And how can I justify disrupting um, the kid's life and disrupting the kid's home and disrupting the kid's family. I hear that all the time. Um, I'm staying because I have to protect my kids. Uh, what about the, what are the people in the church going to think? You know, what are the people at work going to think if I change this? If I leave this friend group, you know, what are they going to say? And we stay too long in unhealthy places because we are worried what other people think. Uh, in my opinion, at the end of the day, because Dr. Heidi puts lots of things at the end of the day, um, they don't even have a clue what's going on in the relationship. Okay? Uh, the in-laws don't know what's going on behind closed doors. The kids don't know the true dynamic that's going on. You know, we feel like we're breaking up their family, but at the end of the day, they don't know what's truly going on. They can see some of it and they get some of it, but they don't truly understand it. The friends, the friend circle, if, if you are feeling worse about yourself when you leave a group of friends, let's look at that. Then we think, I feel bad about myself every time I leave this group of friends. So yeah, let's hang out again Saturday. And again Saturday, you feel bad about yourself when you leave this group of friends. But we stay with the group of friends because we're really worried about what the group of friends is going to say about us after we leave. Okay, you know, nobody knows what you're going through in your life. So if you decide to leave a group of friends and it makes people upset or makes people talk bad about you or makes people judge you, it doesn't, it really doesn't matter. 
because that's not where you're supposed to be anyway. Um, we were not put on this earth to be miserable and sad. I absolutely 100% believe that we were not put on this earth to be miserable. So if there is any type of dynamic in your life right now that is making you feel miserable, that is probably not where you are supposed to be. So let's think about the different ways we can change this. Um, yes, we're going to worry about what people think, but I think what happens is we like to think of the different reasons that we should stay. Well, I should stay for the family. I should stay for the kids. I should stay because we just moved into this beautiful house. I should stay because this is the friend group that I've been with my whole high school career or since high school. This is the only job I've ever wanted, even though I hate going to work every day. I'm going to stay because, you know, it's the perfect job for me. We can think of a million reasons to stay in a situation, to not take the, a better job, to not change the dynamic of an unhealthy situation. We can think of a million reasons for that. Now, the definition of reason is justification for an action. Okay, the definition of an excuse is the release from duty or requirement. So I challenge all of my clients when you are making, when you're thinking up reasons to stay and you write that pros and cons list like everybody has done in their life, right? You write the pros and cons list, you're writing reasons to stay or you're writing reasons why you shouldn't change something, or you're writing reasons why um, staying where you're at is good. And trying to make a decision by justifying the reasons is a really good um, exercise to get your brain thinking on decisions you should make, correct? But what I find is that people will list a whole bunch of different reasons. I'm worried about what people think. I don't want to break up the kids. I, I don't like this job, but I feel like it's all I can get. Uh, a lot of different reasons. Now, in my opinion, a lot of those are not actually reasons for staying. They are excuses for not leaving and making things better. Because a reason is justification for an action and an excuse is a release from duty. So if we can word them as reasons, it makes us feel better than saying, well, this is an excuse. Because, you know, staying in a super unhealthy, abusive relationship, staying for the kids and saying it's a reason is actually just an excuse for you to stay. And, you know, there's a fine line between these, but I found myself trying to turn excuses into reasons. And now when I look back, they're two entirely different things. Don't make excuses into reasons to justify an action because you are fearful of the change. And going back to the worrying about what everybody will think, that is not a reason for staying in anything. Worrying about what others think is a excuse not to move forward. And, you know, now any decision I make, and if I find myself dragging my feet, 
am I, am, is this a good reason for dragging my feet or am I just making an excuse because I'm fearful of the outcome or I'm fearful I'll fail or sometimes you're fearful. What if you succeed? So be very clear on what is a reason and what is an excuse because we tend to get those very messed up. So as far as I'm worried about what people are going to think, if you talk to graduates from my program, you are going to hear things um, like, you know, the friends that I thought were my friends, now that I've moved through this whole transition and chosen myself, they never fit with me anyway. Or, um, you know, the in-laws that I was so worried about leaving, when I started choosing myself and um, really wanting, hoping they would understand the dynamic of why I couldn't stay in this marriage, they didn't stick up for me anyway. Or, um, you know, different excuses or different reasons like, um, trying to think if I can think of another example. Well, anyway, um, when we're worrying about what other people think, most of, oh, yes, sorry, I lost my train of thought. Most of my clients will tell you after going through a program, they're not even the same person. So the people that they were so worried about what they were going to think aren't even in the same you know, district. They're not even in the same zip code of their life anymore. And I, I, I know that for a fact, the people that I actually cared about what people were going to think, I don't even speak to them, you know, and there, you know, there's certain instances when I decided to start doing this coaching, I knew that there was going to be people that quotes disapproved or didn't think it was a great idea or couldn't believe I was talking out loud about it. You know, who nobody talks about that. Yeah, Dr. Heidi, that's all she talks about. But at the beginning, I was nervous to talk about this. I was nervous to bring it up. Nobody talks about it. It's, it is emotional abuse and nobody talks about abuse. So when I started um, the thought pattern of wanting to put this type of program together, I got pushback. And it, and it actually made me stall the progression of my program for almost a year because I started worrying once again about what people would think. And then all of a sudden one day, um, it was kind of a half past quarter till moment, but I just decided I cannot sit here when there's so much passion behind me knowing I want to help people do this. I can't sit here and worry about the people who are judging me for it or the people who are naysayers or the people who don't think that it should be brought up and talked about out loud. And the day I decided my, my life was a classroom. When I thought I was struggling, I was in training. And there was just one, one day I decided I did not go through everything I've gone through in my life. And my, the other people in my life did not have to watch me go through that for nothing. And it was like a light switch. All of a sudden one day, if you don't like me, I don't care where I spent years and years worrying about, oh, I hope so-and-so likes me, or I hope I fit in, or I hope they'll accept me, or, you know, and that was all conditioned from toxic people in my life that made me feel like I wasn't good enough, or made me feel like I wasn't doing something right, or made me feel like if you would just try a little harder, maybe you'd be successful. But that one day that I decided, you know, I no longer care what people think, and I'm going to do this, and the people that the people that support me 
are going to stick around and the people that don't, oh well. And once you reach that level, you will feel like a weight has come off your shoulder. So if you're staying in a toxic environment, a toxic friendship, a toxic job you know, place, a toxic relationship, a toxic marriage, you're dealing with toxic parents or you're dealing with toxic siblings and you find that your reason for not changing it is because you're worried about what people are going to think, you are using what people think as an excuse not to change it. So I just really want, want you, which I'm talking to about four of the people that I did consultations with this week. If your reason for staying or your reason for not changing your a dynamic of an unhealthy environment is because you're worried about what people think, that is an excuse to stay where you are. And again, we've talked about fear before on this. Fear in itself is just fear. What do we really fear? We fear the unknown. We fear the what ifs. But I have found that every time there was a what if, it worked itself out. You know, I've said this several times this week. We have already survived every day that we thought we weren't going to. You're going to survive today also. So worrying about what other people think is an excuse to not change. It's, it's an excuse to not face the unknown. And it's an excuse to not face the what ifs. If you need some differentiation on what people think and how you should change the thought pattern of worrying about what people think, schedule a consultation with Dr. Heidi because it changed my entire perspective on my life, my work, and how I interact with people. Um, just a couple of announcements going off of that, the toxicity profile analysis. I know if you've looked at it, it's gruesome. It's grueling. It's 106 questions. Um, there is a reason for the 106 questions. And I know if you've just heard my podcast and you jump on the website and there's a free questionnaire, 106 questions is a lot. And you need to know that the 106 questions, none of them are really happy questions. And the reason that is, is I get a different result than you do. So that way, if you do decide to schedule any type of consultation or work with me in any way, I already have a big picture of what type of personality you're dealing with. So if you have found that you know, you're questioning an unhealthy relationship, you're questioning an unhealthy friendship, you feel like you've been raised in something that, has, that is maybe carrying over into your other relationships, the toxicity profile analysis and a consultation is a great way to get a little, a little bit of light shed on that because you don't know what you don't know. And when you can start learning to understand and start making some connections of how past plays in and how other people's actions plays into your thought patterns, it is eye-opening. And as, as soon as you begin to understand, that's where your power comes in. And that's where you worrying less and less about what other people think comes in. So I challenge you today, if you have not taken the TPA, again, it will take you a few minutes to take, go ahead and take it. Um, and and you will get a result, but then if you want a further explanation, there's an option for you to book a consultation with me where I go over a little bit more in depth. It's not a long consultation. It is, you know, 20 or 30 minutes. I go over in depth your specific toxicity profile analysis so that you can have a better understanding of your situation and decide from there where, which direction you should go. 
Um, we're going into summer. I have not put another conference on the schedule yet. You guys obviously will be the first to know about that. We do have a couple fun announcements coming in the next couple weeks, but they're not ready enough for me to tell you about them. But as soon as um, they're ready, which might be as soon as next, might be as early as next week, I will make sure that you guys are the first to know because there's going to be some fantastic opportunities to work with me if you have thought you were wanting to do some education on your situation. Anyway, thanks again. Everybody have a happy Easter. You all know how to get a hold of me. And um, just take, make sure this week, just take care of you. Put yourself first. Do something for yourself this weekend. It's a holiday. We will talk to you later.